0: to Urban Legends, the podcast about urban legends and no longer about etiquette. That has been dropped. We fulfilled our contract. Um, we are now out of that contract, but hopefully it was of use to everyone. Uh, I am 1998, gurning champion of the North, Chris Flynn. And with me, as always, is my friend and colleague and the only human to ever get addicted to catnip, it's Mister
1: Neil Herbert. Hi, Neil, how are you doing? All right, and I'll be honest with you. If more people tried it, I think there'd be a few more. I'm sure that but a lot more of taste people, catnip.
0: I'm sure, a lot of people who have been out of marijuana pots have tried smoking catnip before, or seeing seeing the effects that it had on cats yeah. because they go they go cuckoo. So, how were you ingesting it? In kind of like a, a crack pipe,
1: or in huge oh. amounts in any any possible way I could. Yeah,
0: just it. inject it. Yeah. I um, I was making some breakfast earlier. I was making some breakfast earlier, and I um, was making some, uh, was cooking some eggs over over a fire, and mm, okay. um, <laughs> a gas fire. Yeah. And, uh, you mean on the hob, yeah. on the hob, on the gas hob, and a fly flew up into my nose. That was pleasant. And what I did was I blew it out so that the fly could continue living. No, no, it just went went off, which was fine. You know, because the thing is, Neil, what I really want to make clear to everyone is, despite what people are saying on the internet, I'm not like one of these Bezos characters who would just snort the fly into my lungs for my own amusement. I thought about that fly's life. I resisted the temptation to absorb its soul into my lungs. So, you know... Just I think people need to stop getting on my back on social media, um, you know, just because I'm a pod baron these days. Yeah. So now how did you end up getting off Having the
1: catnip? Or well, are you off are you... it? Well, cut back. One day at a time, eh? One day at a time. They say you're never truly off of the catnip, Chris. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just, um, just, just told, don't, told don't to have the first
0: catnip joint. That's what yeah. they say. If you can do
1: just that. Don't, just don't do it.
0: Don't do it at all. Um so this week we um as we've got rid of the etiquette stuff now, we are going to jump directly into the story or urban legend. Probably I exactly, should say yeah. that. Um Neil, I believe that you have brought this one to our round table of mystery and knowledge exchange.
1: Submit this story for your delectation.
0: Um mm. so
1: yeah, we we're off to uh California. A it's I not, ate. sadly, involving the Red Hot Chili Peppers, although I suspect there's a few urban legends. I imagine they've
0: probably done a song about it, though, haven't they? they? Probably, yeah. Probably an album. Yeah.
1: There's <laughs> it's, it's a double album out there somewhere. Nice um, bit of funk rock.
0: Yeah, and, so, a, and, a, and they're all naked, apart from having socks on their penises on the front socks cover.
1: On their, on their cooks, yeah.
0: Lovely. It's a good stuff. I'm hilarious. <laughs>
1: That's a bit of slap bass from Flea. Mm. Anyway, enough about Red Hot Chili Peppers. I don't um, mind them.
0: I, I, no, I my, like them. I, my favorite, my favorite one of their albums is The Best of the Red Hot Chili Peppers.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of one of those ones where I mean, uh, what was it called? Blood Sugar Sex Magic. I yeah, not remember. If it, it's been a while since I probably listened all the way through, but yeah, um, that's that's a cracking album. And there's you know, but yeah, like you probably I'd, probably listen more to sort of singles on Spotify and stuff like that. But yeah, no, I, yeah, I, it's funny actually because it was a real thing. I mean. Back in was, like the some people hate mid-90s, them. funk rock was really huge. And it doesn't seem to have mm. been... um I mean, they've, they've carried on doing that. It's good luck like, to them. Well, I think it's like anything. I mean, inevitably, if you get big enough, there's just, like, people will backlash against you. And I suppose they're you know, like, funk funk rock and sort of slap bass is probably considered very 90s. But although that's presumably... But it's the same people, people
0: who disparage Jimmy Roquay.
1: Losers. <laughs> I mean, Jamiroquai a bit less talent for my I, I quite like the musicians in that band, but uh, yeah, I quite like some. Yeah.
0: I, I like that. You know, AK's I, could, all right, I could easily kick back to the best of Jamiroquai. Do you
1: know? What I mean? Yeah, yeah. wouldn't 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 be up there with Red Hot Chili Peppers for me, but yeah, he's got a couple of hits there. I wouldn't wouldn't be. Do you know what, Mike? It's fun music. It's, it's kind of pop yeah. music. It's
0: fun. He's obviously um, taken a lot from the pioneers like Stevie Wonder and stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I put his I uh, put his. Own white, 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 middle class art school uh, hat wearing spin on it, but um, you know, he's an incredibly wealthy man, so yeah.
1: Last time, I think last time I, I think saw saw him, he was, um, I think we're in Montenegro and there was on some massive billboards. So apparently, he's reinvented himself as a DJ, That's and he? billboards with him, him like. JK, you are know, doing that gurning that only he can do mm. in front of a turntable. So I assume he was. Oh, really? He's not doing the Jamiroquai stuff anymore. Well, he had the hat on. No, well, no, just, I just I, I don't know. Maybe he's doing just, both. This was, this was about eight years ago. I was in Eastern Europe, and he was, there was a massive billboard with him on in front of some turntables. And I assume, um, I assume he was probably doing some like club night or something. But you could do both, couldn't you? If you're him, you could do fly both. fly these people yeah. in. If you're reasonably famous, they'll fly people in. They'll come in. Because I mean, hang on, the DJ set for Christ's sake.
0: Yeah, um, it's not... I mean, a bit, as someone who's done a few, not very. Yeah. So, um, you know... You,
1: you know so I know that the f- Friendly Fires
0: are a fantastic band. They're one of my favourite bands, and they do DJ sets
1: sometimes, so... Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's probably a lot easier sort of turning up and just, you know, putting some stuff on, you know, um, on a DJ set than it is than to sort of like, with all of the ball, they like, can bring along a load of musical equipment. Well, obviously, you take musical equipment like if you're a DJ, don't get me wrong, but... Uh, like, stuff. we don't have to tune things and stuff like that do you know what I mean and 3
0: an uh, uh, player and use the turntables yeah. at the gig yeah, the system.
1: Yeah, we <laughs> well no exactly because it's all going to be set up there for you isn't it presumably be okay anyway yes whatever. enough about JK DJs um, right so we're off to California so Monterey County um, so on the coast of California um, there's a mountain range a big expanse of peaks and wilderness so Nevada. Yeah, um no, the Santa Lucia Mountain Range. Okay. It's called so it's between Monterey County and San Luis Obispo County. Don't um, know where either of those are. Nope. They, well, I'd say that didn't help me either, frankly. But anyway, I, I imagine it goes quite a way along the coast. Um and it was supposedly it was a bit of a hurdle to the early Spanish explorers that uh, were making their way across the coast. Um very beautiful looking. There's some photos in the article here. Mm. Um, from mysteriousuniverse.org, just to give them a shout-out. So, yeah, it looks really attractive. But the mysterious part here, when I'll place today, Chris, is it's long been said to be uh, the haunt of inscrutable shadow beings that seem to stand and observe our world from afar. Mm. So they've come to known as the Dark Watchers. Dark Watchers. And these are typically said to be tall humanoid entities, ranging in height from 7 feet all the way to around 15 feet feet tall. Fucking hell. <laughs> so they'd make a good basketball team, wouldn't they? It'd be all right, yeah. Yeah. yeah be Assuming good. they're corporeal, Fifteen feet, <laughs> i mean you'd have no through. problems dunking, would you? No,
0: absolutely yeah. not. Yeah, it'd be um it'd be about tit height, wouldn't it? Yeah. That? yeah.
1: Just straight in. it's ten Probably. foot in net basketball hoop. Uh, hoop. Yeah. Is that right? Is that regulation height? Ten yeah. foot, yeah. Yeah. I did not there that but there you go. Yeah, you're fifteen foot tall, then you're uh, hmm. you know. Just
0: I think it's uh, it it up
1: to the big lads <laughs> <laughs> the just, Long just
0: straight through the hoop.
1: Look
0: at well, that. I mean, the thing is, as well, if you're that tool, then you just pass the ball over the heads of everyone else, wouldn't you? Because no one what can exactly, jump. Yeah,
1: just right up in the air and then you just <laughs> catch up. I didn't really, then, you know, even your three-pointers would be a bit easier, wouldn't they? They'd that have home? to
0: They'd probably, I imagine they'd probably have to have their own league. Um, yeah. and, you know, we know where that goes because of you know, you don't want segregated leagues anymore, do you? That's you know, they used yeah. to have them in America quite a lot. Um so the blueprints are there for large fifteen foot dark watcher NBA. But um but then I w- but then would they then make the basketball hoops twenty know, twenty-five foot
1: tall or something? Yeah, well, no. <laughs> And then, then some like giants out of mythology are coming along and they're 30 foot oh. tall and it's just like an arms race to see which mythological beast we got.
0: Eldritch got gods using black holes as a basketball hoop. So when does it end?
1: There's Zeus <laughs> doing like, you know, rim shots. <laughs>
0: doing his... I believe Zeus uh, was the middle name of one of the Harlem Globetrotters. Harry Zeus.
1: Harry Zeus. I don't know, Del Monte Pipkins. <laughs> <That'll do>. <laughs> <laughs> Del Monty Pipkins. Um of, of the uh the Lake Shore Del Monte Pipkins. Yeah, um, they, they they they've got a gorgeous um gorgeous
0: summer house up in the catskills oh. I believe. <laughs> well, so if, Del Monte. You, if you
1: know, you know, Chris. If you're invited, you're invited. If you're not, let's not, you know.
0: Uh, I believe I believe one of my um great grandfather's uh <laughs> brothers uh was a the gamekeeper there.
1: Oh yeah, no, it was one of my great great uh, great grandparents was um, yeah buried in the foundations there. They were sort of building, <laughs> Had I mean, an industrial I mean, accident. I just that's fine. We're just I mean, okay.
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when he asked for his wages, he was thrown off a cliff. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> wages? Get another yeah. Irishman, Oodin a ten-a-penny. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> fucking down Monte Pippins. Oh. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> if only they were an urban myth. The harm they've done. never take it back.
1: Anyway, back to the... They they invented
0: CFCs. (laughs) Yes. So I think... So what I'm hearing so far about these watching lads is... I think that there could be quite a lot of theories around these. And I'm thinking lizard men. I'm thinking aliens. I'm thinking...
1: Ghosts. I think Dan Aykroyd might have some interesting things <laughs> about the Dark Watches. Let's put it like that, and let's put it in its box and come back to that later. So, yeah, is he on so, Twitter? I might at him and say, Dan. Oh no, I, def- I definitely need to follow him if he is. Dan,
0: have you got have you got any got any thoughts about the Dark Watchers, Dark on, Watchers I must. We're have. doing a podcast about it. If you'd like to, if you if you um, like to. Um,
1: further tarnish your reputation. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, the has got much better fucking shit to take than coming out of pockets, but I would love that. All respect to the awkward. um Okay, right, so yeah, 7'15 7, 7, foot tall. They dressed all in black, so, you know, it's fashionable. Like Coco Chanel said, you know, you can never be out of fashion if you're in black. Exactly. They appear to be pre-Coco Chanel. I mean, maybe that's where she picked up the tip, maybe were that yeah, were they wearing little black dresses, <laughs> A dress would be quite little on a on a fifteen foot person, so, yeah, probably have to wear a couple, yeah. yeah. Like snooze, but they they also so dressed all in black. They wear flowing cloaks and wide brimmed hats. Oh. Not not so fashionable perhaps, but there you go. That's all right. Pretty catchy though. Was, I think if you're all in the same outfit as well, don't yeah, that. Yeah, you know, that's isn't nice, isn't it? A little bit of a you know,
0: it'd be like um, it'd be like a Westlife video or something like that.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't think any of those lads were even six foot tall, but uh, five foot at best. <laughs> <laughs> a, you know. And they also, you know, they carry around um, a, a stave or a stick or some sort of, you know, um, walking yeah, stick. Walking stick, yeah, in their hands. Um, you don't normally see the facial features, and they um, always seem to be silent, en- enigmatic figures, and they just, you sort of see them at a distance, Good. silhouetted against a darkening twilight sky. People, so they, um, they tend to appear at dusk or dawn, apparently.
0: People need to. Uh learn how no to, act- to
1: keep their mouth shut <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah especially you lot They need to learn how to act you know listen actively you know that yep. people are too in love with their own voices these days says someone who's doing a podcast
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it's the thing isn't it you know they're just taking it all in just doing a bit of observation sure. just maybe shut up and just have a look at your
0: head for a little bit have a little yeah, yeah weigh things up have a think about what's it it's bigger
1: than you yeah
0: don't act too quick
1: Got two ears and one mouth. Don't act too quick,
0: but don't be paralyzed by the fear of failure. That's what the, I believe that's the motto of the
1: of the watchers. Could be, could be. Let's let's see where we get to. So, yep. Yeah, um they survey survey with unknowable purpose and they sometimes vanish in a blank vanish vanish in the blink of an eye.
0: Oh, okay. Especially
1: if you try and sort of go up to them, see what's going on. Yeah. Um, so they've been.
0: Could, do, you, do you think they? Were, do you think they're just like those uh, Warner Brothers style cartoon cactuses, or something? Like that, with the two arms.
1: It could, could well on the, be, like yeah. on the, on on the peak of a change. hill. Oh, they've gone. There's just these cactuses in here now. Something like that. that couldn't possibly have been that. One that i stick it for the shadow <laughs> of a cactus. Well, whatever they are, they've been being reported for centuries. Yeah, supposedly traced back to the uh, Native Chumash tribe, if I'm pronouncing that correctly, of the Central Coast of California and the Channel Islands. The they've Channel Islands, Jersey, oh, Guernsey, yeah, Guernsey. I, I'm assuming there's Channel Islands in California as well, and it doesn't mean that they're also in uh, you know islands off of the coast of well, the, it the UK. Could
0: be. Maybe they um, Maybe they don't like paying taxes. Could be. Yeah, uh,
1: you know all that casino money. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stick it somewhere safe, so. it's always the way, isn't it? And you, you make a bit of cash, and then all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden, line up, yeah, you change your tune, really right quick, straight off to Jersey, yep, living, uh, yep. living it up, eating a uh, converted Bergerac's old house
0: <laughs> with the big blue plaque, yeah. here, here lies, here lies the tomb of Bergerac's, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, it
0: could be. We've got a lot of, um. Sort of well within the, the, the British lands, I guess you'd call it, because they've all got like weird titles and like an overseas territory yeah. or something. We've got a lot of tax havens under our banner, haven't we? Good Lord. Yeah, all throughout the Caribbean, Jersey, Guernsey, Isle of Man is a tax haven, weirdly.
1: Yeah, yep, Sark, which is run on feudal lines by the Barclay brothers.
0: There's
1: that um given to some person by Queen Elizabeth or something, I think. I can't remember how that that goes back, but I think they just bought it and it's still some
0: There's that um there's that old uh platform from the war where someone lives now and has claimed it's an independent territory on in uh in the North Sea.
1: Have you heard of that place? I haven't, but I have there's a growing movement of people claiming things as their own sovereign territories. I don't think it tends to have much of What's a, it called? Um, Sealand.
0: The Principality of Sealand. Hmm. Um, which oh. is, yeah, an old, it's an old fort, World War II fort. Um, and it's constructed by the United Kingdom. It's part of the forts to defend shipping lanes. And, uh yeah, it's off the coast of East Anglia, and um yeah, it's it's declared itself an independent principality in 1967. Oh dear! So, in 1987, the UK extended its territorial waters from three to twelve nautical miles. Grift! Sealand is now in British territorial waters. In the opinion of law academic John Gibson, there's little chance Sealand would be recognised as a nation because it's a man-made structure.
1: Yeah, and yeah, and also it's not exactly like NATO are going to be reaching out anytime soon, is it?
0: But, oh, it's strategically important, probably. I
1: don't know. Well, yeah, like Greenland, let's buy that. Anyway, let's get back to the um, to the dark watches. So, yeah, so that, so that, it goes back hundred years and. Yeah, probably more than that. Cause, cause so the uh, so um,
0: natives are the people who started seeing it? Because, I mean, when I had a little look, it looked like there have been stories about it since the 1850s, but that's maybe just when the Westerners well, got uh, there.
1: That, yeah, that's just when, when the kind of um, European or, you know, uh, non-Native Americans probably sort of became aware of the, um, of the sort of tradition. Yeah, because apparently they've got a rich tradition of the law of the, um, the and called them the old ones. Right. Um and the early Spanish explorers and Mexican ranchers also knew of them, so that's going back like five, six hundred years, isn't it? Um calling them Los Vigilantes Oscuros. The obscure. And they were often seen by early exp- Yeah. Often seen by early explorers and soldiers in the region who describe the unsettling experience of being observed by them from cliffs high above. So yeah, so it's going back at least five six hundred years by the look of it. So these beings have been cited ever since, going on to be well mentioned in countless literary references and sightings reports. Um, so John Steinbeck uh, wrote, uh, mice about his, yeah, the wrote mice and men. Yeah, the chap wrote mice and men, Grepes and East of the East of Eden, and all of that. that. Um, yeah, he, he wrote a book called the The Long Valley. It's one, actually, I've read quite a bit Steinbeck. It's One of the ones I haven't uh, read in, but there's a short story in there called A Flight. Um So in one of the passages, Pepe looked up to the next day. Sorry, let's start that way again. Pepe looked up to the top of the next dry withered ridge. He saw a dark form against the sky, a man's figure standing on top of a rock, and he glanced away quickly, not to appear curious. But a moment later, he looked up again. The figure was gone. Pepe looked suspiciously back every minute or so, and his eyes sought the tops of the ridges ahead. Once, on the White Baron's spur, he saw a black figure for a moment. But he looked quickly away, for it was one of the dark watchers. No one knew who the watchers were, nor where they lived it was better to ignore them and never show interest in them they did not bother one who stayed on the trail and minded his own business so there you go it's mm. been um been talked about by uh, by john steinbeck in one of his one of his books so um that's good and uh, yeah there's also been written about by uh by a poet robinson jeffers um so it's just it knocks around a bit in literature um but they all go back to the same kind of like local traditions. Um, and in the mid-1960s, there was an alleged sighting of the dark watches made by a high school teacher hiking on the um, range at Monterey Peninsula. Right. He was uh, walking along claiming that he saw a tall, dark figure looming up on a ridge. It seemed to be in the process of merely standing and contemplating the scenery. Um, he called out to the figure and the entity dissolved hey. sight. Hey
0: guys! Hey guys! Hey! How you doing? What you looking at, buddy? Can I
1: join you? Probably dissolve into the ether now. Fuck this! Yeah. So he dissolved off. That's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. Um, And there's also a witness in uh, Moreno Valley, California, in 2011. Hmm. Um, So many years ago, he was driving with a friend through a dirt field in the uh, Moreno Valley, near Alessandro. Um, near what were some old abandoned barns, and he'd heard they were haunted. Their friend's car had broken down. It was a beat-up old Volkswagen bug. Um, they were around dusk at the time. That's American get it out. Yes. So they weren't going to make it out before it gets pitch black. So um, instead of Chancely getting lost or hurt, they decided to sleep in the car and set out in the morning um, to get help to tow the car. Sensible. Um, they're killing time, having a few smokes. And they started to see what looked like black shadows, evenly distributed, completely encircling them. They didn't move. They stayed motionless, but were of significant size. And based on the distance, at least the size of a small car, like the bug we ourselves were in. What? Whatever they were seemed hunched over, perhaps kneeling. Time passed. They never moved. And then we walked around the car and got in and out of the car to see if we what we were seeing was some sort of optical illusion. We couldn't explain or discredit what we were seeing. To this day, it racks my brain.
0: What? So I thought they were really, t- I kind of picture them really tall and thin, not being like a
1: Volkswagen Beetle. <laughs> no, the size of, so again, it's consistent with being kind of like up to 15 foot tall, isn't it? What do you mean the size? So the same length. Oh, right. As in the length, the length of a of a car. Right, okay. I mean. I not, think that's what they're saying. Yeah. Not not as in the breadth, not, not not the size of a car. I don't think these are Transformers from another dimension. Well. Well, they might be. We don't, don't know. know, do we? But I don't think that. No, I think I think like you say, they're kind of like like human shaped and like big humans, tall, but not like really really broad, no. like cars. Well, if broad, they're bending, enough. if they
0: were kneeling down to have a <laughs> if they were kneeling down to have a have a right little pipe into their car, see what they're up yeah. to, then they might have been kind of like car size, I guess, if they're fifteen foot tall. If you imagine sort of yeah. bending down,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: you know, like when you're looking for something that's fallen under a table or something you
1: know, you do look yes. like a car. What's going on in this car? What's going on yeah, in, in here? Of, what are, they, you know, what what are these
0: lads doing? Shifty look. Yeah, let's have a little look. Right, surround the car and we can all have a look from the different
1: angles. That'll make them comfortable. In the UK, there's a different tradition when a lot of people surround a car. And I think we've discussed it plenty in this podcast. Yeah, probably a, <laughs> it's, a bit, it's a bit less mysterious in community with nature. But anyway. Of course, if you okay. want to listen to our sister podcast...
0: Dogging around, uh, that will be launching in the new year where we visit
1: and. Uh... Famous sites and see if any spooky activities going on. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. And then there's a report. I mean, the good thing about this one is there's quite a lot of yeah. reports of, of these entities. So that's good. 2013, another report made by Elizabeth Benitez of San Mateo, California. We saw some spectres in broad daylight near the uh, San Luis Obispo Reservoir. I can't pronounce that word. Obispo. San Luis Obispo, maybe. Yeah, probably not. Anyway, um, so she said they the counter, I um, remember the, the day my friend and I were coming back from Los Angeles. We'd passed the reservoir. And as we drove on the road, I saw something at a distance down the end of the mountain. It was a really big human figure. But it wasn't. It had a black cape, kind of like the Grim Reaper, and leaning over, holding onto a staff at a puddle of water, so it seemed at a distance. It was in the daytime, so I could identify it wasn't a person, because even in midnight it was very sort of dark and reminded them of a raven. I told the friend who was driving to look over at the mountains, and surprisingly she was able to get a glimpse of it. I asked her what she saw without giving her my details, and she saw exactly what I saw. She only looked at it for about five seconds was able to see it, and she almost lost control of the car when she looked at it. I begged her to go back and see it, but she was very tired of driving already. (laughs) No, I'm too tired. These dark watches are real. Yeah, I don't really want to see a supernatural entity, to be honest. You've had a long day. A bit bit tired. I mean, I would mock that, but I'll be honest with you. I'd go (laughs) back. I'd go back. Yeah, well, you'd want to, wouldn't you? You'd think, but
0: yeah. But I don't drive, so I don't know, maybe...
1: My laziness is powerful.
0: I mean, maybe, I mean, some some of these, I don't know why, but it puts into my head, you know, you get those... You used to get those big um, sort of moving advertising hoardings of the Marlborough man cowboy. Yes, you know, like they did, like big advertising in America, didn't they, in the fifties and sixties? They
1: did. Well, I mean, even up to now, though, because you get like, I mean, like the Macy's Day Parade. Or not, mm. Macy's Day, they do like a big parade, don't they? So, um, and you know, you get these huge um, line up things and things like that. Get,
0: um, in Spain, a lot of places in Spain have big um, like cut outs, sort of silhouettes of bulls on top of hills especially in the south so there's massive one when you're going okay. in when you're going into Seville there's like a massive sort of cut-out black bull which has been plonked on top of a hill so he's kind of you know or was or, or did I see did I see a ghost bull I don't know
1: <laughs> yeah or a UFO possibly possibly I can say um, so, yeah, so there's quite a lot of reports. I mean, I won't go through all of them because, you know, it, it's basically just a bunch of big lads just standing on a hill, just looking. Just like to watch Chris. Voyeurs. See what's going on. The Voyeurs. Yeah, the voyeurs. Of... The thing is, I
0: kind of nowadays, when I picture California, I picture uh, really heavily farmed land using up all the water. Do you know what I mean? Like it. I don't. I don't picture a lot of, and that's probably wrong. Maybe that's just like the bits which I've seen. But
1: like up in the trails and the mountains and stuff, that's not really arable farmland. So, no. I mean, obviously, a lot of it is just because they've um, irrigate. Well, not irrigate. Mm. They've they've diverted the water largely in through the towns, and you know, and, and that's becoming more and more problematic. Yeah, because they've got no water. left. And it's harder. To, yeah. Well, also because you, I, mean, I think a lot of it sort of evaporating. You're not. You know. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's various um, people have kind of like pointed out that they, you know, you, you should distribute the water more evenly and all the rest of it. But um, yeah, or, or the way that they've done it is, you know, it, 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 you'll run out at some point, mm. sort of thing, or it will go elsewhere. Yeah, the aquifer is nearly empty, well. isn't it?
0: And yeah. you're in you're in a bit of shit when that happens, especially when we're not getting as much rain now, or they're not anyway. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess the thing is, like, the Sierra Nevada mountains and stuff do exist and, and that kind of stuff. And when I'm talking about California, I'm thinking of Southern – SoCal. I'm not thinking of Northern California because that's where you get lots of the big trees and all that kind of stuff, and it's
1: yeah. kind of – Well, it's a huge state, isn't it? Isn't yeah. It the of America? I mean, no, I it, economically, it's – Texas uh, is. Oh, right, fair enough. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's huge anyway, and it's um, – you know, there's, I think there's a, some varied landscapes, mm. so – yeah, I can imagine, you know, and it seems to be more based on I mean, you do kind of wonder a lot of this is kind of like, um, you know, how much people sort of see in shadows and things like that. Well, no, I'm always, yeah, sus- I can't account for all of it. I've
0: always, I'm always suspicious about desert stuff because of mirages and that kind of jazz. Yeah,
1: there is, is
0: that as well. Because you get all the weird, you know, where the heat's rising and stuff and it, um, it refracts light in different ways and you mm. get kind of, you get the shadow um you get mirages and it can look like there's no roads but you can because the light of the sky is reflecting
1: refracting and stuff oh yeah there's this phenomenon that like ships floating in the air yeah. there's some there's some weird thing where yeah if you get a certain type of light reflection it you you see it as being sort of you know 20 foot above where it actually is i can't remember the, what the phenomenon's called but um well, that was one that I read about recently. Um, so, yeah, but anyway, there's been, quite, there's been lots of like, yeah, you know, cool. hand, you know, accounts of these these figures being around. And mm. In fact, John Steinbeck's own son, Thomas Steinbeck, wrote an entire book on the subject after having his own encounter. Right. And he he went on to research the law of the Dark Watchers and he penned a book called In Search of the Dark Watchers with a, a guy called Benjamin Broad, which went into a lot of depth about the phenomenon and its cultural origins. Um, Some pointed it to being a trick of the light or illusion, as you say, but that somehow seems to be an inadequate explanation for the entirety of the phenomenon. Hmm. Um, There's no clear answers about what these enigmatic tall beings dressed in dark on the cliffs and ridges of these mountains at twilight are They remain a baffling mystery. Are they just illusions or hallucinations? And if so, why are they just confound to one mountain range? It's a fair point. Um, There's also the idea it may be due to the presence of infrasound infrasound signals in the area, which can be caused by natural processes such as the wind along the rocks... And could have strange effects on the human psyche, but again, why would the legend take root here? Or all places. Well, that was
0: um, that was one of the things in the Diatlov incident, wasn't it? Infrasounds could have been part of it. Mm. It's not our th- not our first brush with
1: infrasounds. Oh. Oh. So uh, are these some sort of supernatural or even interdimensional entities here on some unknown mission? Impossible to tell. The Dark Watches of California remain a compelling mystery that really captures imagination. So it's quite interesting. I like I mean, him.
0: I like him. I like the fact that
1: I always quite like
0: watcher characters that are just like having a look, going, you know, enigmatic, sort of.
1: Yeah, inscrutable. What, what are you doing what looking? Like, None like, of
0: your business. Just having a look. Oh, you wouldn't, under, you wouldn't understand, mate. You know, that sort of just. Um, no, exactly. Oh, no, no, I'm going to go. Do you know what? I'm going to go up and ask him. Oh, he's dissolved. <laughs> yeah. Straight out of here. Yeah, fuck that. I'm not, tell- I'm not telling you what I'm watching. Just having a look. Um, no, I like them so far. Do we have any? Um, do we have any kind of theories about them? What they are? I'm sure there's plenty.
1: Well, I think you know that's that's what they've sort of gone through a bit here, haven't they? So again, it's um, you know could could be illusions or hallucinations. Uh, could be down to the infrasounds. Um, could be. You know, um, could be supernatural, could be interdimensional entities. Um, who knows? But as they point out, if it's an illusion, then why is it that they just confined can to one mountain range? I mean, part of it is, you know, part of that you could count down to um, confirmation bias. Yeah. So once you start having stories once you know about, about that, once you seeing those things out. on that mountain range, then you know you'll see optical illusions and then start to think about that's in there. But yeah, you know, it's it, it's interesting and there's not an easy answer. They, don't, they don't sort of try and get in too much into it so this is from uh this is from mysterious universe an article by brett Swanser, who's an author and crypto expert living in japan so currency not um no i believe he means like um uh cryptozoology uh, i don't know he might be really into bitcoin i'm not sure probably i suspect he means cryptozoology there you go that's i mean that's that's pretty much that was the most sort of thorough article on dark watches and you know they don't do much but they, i mean that's in a way what's quite interesting around them because i mean what's quite interesting here is there are a lot of sightings they don't seem to hurt
0: anyone
1: um, or anything no well i mean that's the thing is they don't interact at all and in fact they they obviously um oh, well, no. they obviously don't want to be interacted with they just want to have a look at what's going on um I mean, yeah, it could, it could be just some really localized phenomena, perhaps. But it's it's interesting the fact that so many people have seen something is, you know, kind of interesting. Um, and and the very fact that they're so inscrutable, um, as you say, that that gives them an air of mystery. Normally, where somebody isn't, um, is you know, where, where you get one of these legends and nothing's really happened, then I, you know, I find that sort of like a bit yeah. a bit putting But in actual fact, well, the fact people are still seeing job. them now,
0: and they've been seeing them. Well, since time immemorial if the First Nation people have been seeing them.
1: And I like the, you know, Los Vigilantes Oscuros. <laughs> yeah, that's where the original Dark Watchers came from. Because yeah, I believe the um the First Nations people they called them the old ones. So yeah, I'll just look at another article to see if there's any more kind of things. Oh well, So one one theory according to Dow, is they're merely figments of the observers' pattern seeking minds. Yep. Um, so psychological phenomenon which you're your yeah, pretty really good. Once at,
0: you've heard about it, then Well and human brains are really good at seeing patterns, aren't they? Like the face on Mars, which isn't you know, and that kind of stuff. Yes. We see faces where there
1: aren't any we we Well as they point out on here, it's like some people see Muppet faces on the moon or the visage of Jesus on burnt toast. Well, that's true. I believe um, you know, Mary quite often appears on foodstuffs as well. Yeah, I always wonder what you're supposed to do. With, you know, if if you you know if a holy yeah. presence does manifest on your breakfast, presumably you shouldn't eat it. No, That's... eat it. Yeah, eat it, it's like taking the e- like taking the Eucharist. So you wouldn't try and preserve it and get gullible people to come and pay money to see it. <laughs> depends how <on> hungry I was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it probably doesn't just, matter. Probably I'm just have <laughs> a breakfast. Bit of delicious buttered toast. Somebody's going to eat it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that is kind of um, – just looking here, actually, so there's um, there's a few other sort of theories. Uh, so the pattern-seeking effect could be amplified by the presence of fog or low-flying clouds, which mm-hmm. cast shadows. Um, and there's a, another famous illusion known as the Brocken-Spectre. So this is in Germany. For centuries, yes, they so reported seeing shadowy figures on Brocken Peak. Yes. In reality, the Brocken-Spectre – Happens when shadows, like those of a hiker, are cast on particularly misty mountain peaks. So the sun is behind the observer, the misplaced of the shadow, making it look huge and menacing. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and they've um, they've got a photo of of this. I don't know if that's a, a mock up or a real photo, but it yeah it does.
0: So I can't see, and it's and it really surprises me. I can't see that anyone's claiming that it could be aliens. Because no, you, they. T- I mean, alien people tend to say that everything could be aliens. Yeah, so it's weird that they haven't. haven't Again, I come
1: back to. So I think Dan Ackroyd had had some things to say about this. <laughs> it, yeah, I mean, you know that whole thing. Well, it, it, it it's a bit like. Uh, I don't know if you ever watched Fringe, Chris, but um, yes, yeah, you remember the watchers in that? Yeah, who were just lads it's from the future. Well, yeah, just a bunch of futuristic pervs. Working for Spark or something, I forget, I forget the details of that show. I enjoyed it, but it's been a while.
0: I'm on the last series,
1: but I haven't finished it yet. Um, yeah,
0: I mean, I like them. I think they, I think they're cool. Yeah, I like, yeah. I, I like the As idea say, that there are these enigmatic, weird creatures just having a look, have a little nosy, seeing what's going on.
1: But, yeah, I mean, and that's what's quite interesting as well, because, I mean, nobody is trying to claim that they are sort of... I mean, they do mention one of these things, yeah, it could be interdimensional beings or aliens, but nobody seems to be massively no. going down No, and that that's
0: road. weird, isn't it? Because generally everyone jumps on everything.
1: Yeah, I'm just going to do a quick... I'm going to try and front-load this. This is, this is Dark Watchers or Aliens.
0: I've done that that's already. If I get no one's saying it. Yeah,
1: that's it. Well, according to aliensfandom.com... Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same watchers, but the uh, the race arrived on the planet Earth several thousand years ago, where they managed to enslave the human species. Okay, I think I'm clearly <laughs> you just read something. Some of the <laughs> <to some new laughs> science website. websites. Um, okay, now. But the pyramids. Worshiped as gods, um, the adepts rose up and rebelled against them. After many years of fighting, they overcome them, banished them into another dimension, and is a void. I think we might be reading about something else. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think that's because there's stuff about things in the Book of
1: Enoch being like watchers, and it was like yeah. aliens and stuff. But probably a phenomenon that's been around. Um, yeah, in, in other in other things, I'm sure that there's all sorts of other stories of folklore where you have things observing. But no, it's quite a nice, like, quite, quite nice like it, little yeah. bit of um, yeah. nice little story. Nice little
0: so shall Histerios. we? Uh, shall we go through our scoring scoring system? Okay, lovely. Um, This time uh, I am using a roulette table which I've had not inexpensively set up uh, because I had to have it walnut finished and uh, all the inlays are made are made of ivory. Of course, (laughs) looks nice like that, doesn't it? Looks nice like that. Um, And you know, I only need it for this one thing, and it can't be used for anything else. But it was, but you know, got to spend money to make money and obviously we're making a fortune at the moment absolutely with our with the, with the new with our new it's contract to
1: accumulate chris when we're millionaires with our season two, two
0: contracts yeah. I, yeah I think we won't let that we won't let the viewers know but um let's just say you know we're clearing seven figures per urban legend let's just put it that way and um there's a there's a book and a film and a TV series and uh, and, and a pod, another podcast which discusses our podcast yeah. and uh, um, a, a gallery opening all all which are tied into the brand and a clothing line and obviously um, Neil's uh, releasing his new range of sources okay. and um, I'm uh, I've signed a contract with uh, Adidas to design some trainers. Which I'm going to call, which I'm going to name each trainer after different urban legends. So the first one on the market is going to be the Beloco, the nice. high top.
1: Um, I'm holding out for the pig man. Can I chase? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's can can, can chase? Like. Crocs. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. So I will be giving, giving it a whiz and the score there is. Um, so. <laughs> Little nod to Adam and Joe there. Yeah. Um, so Neil, spookiness. I'll let you go first.
1: So although I really like this story, there's not much spooky about this. But that, you know, and, and it's not intended to be really at all. So they, these seem like fairly um, ambivalent figures. They're not. Then they're, they're not out for trouble. They're not going to cause you any issues. Although it's interesting where in that story thing it's said to sort of like mind your own business and they'll mind theirs. But if anyone approaches, they sort of vanish away. So. Not, not something against the, um, the story here, but it's low spookiness factor for me, um, other than just obviously what could they be? Mm. Um, so I'm going to give this a one.
0: A one, blimey, that is low. Um, so I think it would be quite spooky if you saw a group of them on a hill, right, with their hats and stuff, uh, being 15 feet tall, um, play, playing basketball or whatever they get up to. Um, I think if you were, your Car broke down and a load of them were all peering in <laughs> surrounding you. Yeah, that,
1: that actually, to be fair, that one's probably a bit more. Yeah. Do you want to change? Do you want to change your score? Actually, yeah, no, I'm, I'm you're right. I think I'm going to adjust that now because, yeah, being surrounded by them, I was thinking more like one just off on a distant yeah. thing the, the, with, the, with the surrounding of the car. That is a, a bit more spooky. See, so, yeah, I'm going to bump it up to a three, actually.
0: Three, okay. Uh, yeah, so I think I think that's spooky. I think, um Because I'm someone, uh, who desperately needs constant affirmation and needs to be liked. The fact that they're unknowable is quite spooky because I couldn't like get them to laugh or or like me. So that's quite scary. I think it would hurt. I think I'd feel rejection if they chose to dissolve rather than, um, rather than meet me. So, um, yeah. And uh, yeah, and just no one knows what they are and they've been around for ages. So I think I'm going to give that spooky. But yeah, like you said, they're not dangerous, as far as we know. They're just, um, I don't know, they're just, frust- they're just frustrating. <laughs> so I'm going to give them a four. Uh, believability. Um, well, I mean, I believe that people think they've seen stuff, that's for sure, and it's been going on for fucking ages. Um, I don't know, I mean... The fact that no one's claiming they're aliens or demons or ghosts and stuff and people just going, look, we just don't know. We simply don't know. And it's almost like they're revered enough that your usual groups like the alien people or the ghost people or whatever have left it alone rather than trying to say it's like trying to bring it into their house. So, um, I don't know because because no one knows and no one's claiming to know that makes it slightly more believable to me if that mm. makes sense. Um, there's been lots of sightings. Um, it's been going on for ages. No one claims to know what it is. You know, then you know. I don't. I don't have anything that I can necessarily say. Well, I don't believe it's a ghost because no one's saying what it is. So yeah. Do you know what? I'm giving it. I'm going to give it a six for believability because of that.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm kind of, that's interesting. I'm kind of going on a a similar tenant, which is, uh, do I believe that there are ethereal shadow beings in Mm -hmm. Mountain California? Probably not because I'm skeptical, but having said that, you know, um, there's been numerous sightings that people have made. It's probably some sort of optical illusion, but as the article pointed out, why is it confined to one mountain range? Well, possibly again, confirmation bias if we discussed, but no, the the fact of the matter is, is that obviously um, a lot of people who don't sound like they're in it for much of, have come up with um, stories they don't seem to be going over the top with these stories so yeah i'm going to give it a four
0: okay reach neil you can go first
1: yeah um again one one i hadn't heard of before and um, so but this this feels like one that's um you know whatever it is that the phenomenon might be being caused by um, something that's been around for at least hundreds of years and um, possibly a lot longer um, so, you know, it's got that provenance um side of it. Um, you know, it's it's made it through to sort of not just like your usual cheesy movies, but it's been in you know, been in a Steinbeck book and his son's written about it. So just there's a literary him. pedigree, some proper literature. Very rare to see that crop up. Um, so that's 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 a good hook in. Um and I think yeah, it feels to me like one of these things. I mean, how well known it's known outside of California or America, I don't know. Um obviously with the internet these things start to sort of spread around a bit and i think the very inscrutability of um uh, these things it will you know gives you more and the fact that people haven't tried to lump too much on them actually it sort of gives it a bit more um a bit more flavor so i, I think it's um yeah it's, i'm gonna give this a six
0: six yeah so i'd never heard of it either um but i think the reason why i haven't heard of it is because people haven't tried to co-opt it into whatever shit they're selling basically so be it ancient aliens or whatever, you know? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I'm I'm kind of surprised that I haven't heard of it because it's, it seems like it's been around for ages and obviously I watch a lot of nonsense. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's old. It's probably one of our older ones I'd say. So, you know, that I, you know, I I mark things highly for their, for their longevity. Um, And there's loads about it on the internet, just I hadn't come across it. And like you say, it's been in lots of literature. There's been books written purely about it as well, the phenomena. Um, yeah, I think it's got a previous a de- decent reach. It just hasn't, ha- uh, hasn't caught fire yet. Yeah. Um, to go global, but it's not a well-known one. Certainly. No, I don't think, yeah, it's not a well-known one, but, um, it probably should be better known but for whatever you know whatever these reasons are um but yeah i'm going to because of the because of the longevity and because it's been in actual literature and stuff i'm going to go for a 7 so narrative premise um the premise uh, you know it's going to be heavily premise based this not narrative because there isn't really a narrative because no. these these lads are um you know keep themselves to themselves you know don't start any trouble um yeah but i like the premise i like i mean i i don't know what attracts me i i guess it's kind of i don't know is it comforting to think that there are other things that are kind of watching i mean they could be watching for good or bad or just indifferent but you know i don't know i quite i quite like the feeling of being watched over i guess that's the idea of religion isn't it um I like the fact they play basketball. That's good. <laughs> yeah. got, no, they're, they're, you know, they're all dressed up, dressed up. Like, um, they've got a, uh, an, an outfit that they all like wearing, like a uniform. Um, yeah, I think it's again, I think like the premise of it is, is a very human premise of there being other worldly things that kind of watch over us, that we're not at the top of the, everything changed you know what I mean yeah, so absolutely. I think I think it's um again it's a very human one that pops up in different cultures with different you know with different creatures or whatever doing it but it's something that's a very human need I think to to kind of think there's something else out there beyond what we know so based on the I think premise wise I'm giving it another seven because I like it I don't know why I did just um touches my
1: heart yeah no I, I gotta know where you're coming from And again i think largely i'd agree with most of that i think there's a um there's something quite interesting about um thinking that there's uh, some other kind of like um entity that's outside of you know the human race that can um you know has the intelligence to observe and sort of like but but we don't know and doesn't interact with us. And I guess it's the, the the mysterious and the fact that we mm. don't know everything, you know, um, something out there that we can't, you know, is inscrutable and we can't understand the motivations of. That's something that's quite a compelling uh, yeah. thing because, you know, there's a, a, a human need to understand everything and break it down and, and, and figure it. So something that can't be understood is quite a compelling narrative, I think.
0: Well, it's why like um, cats. You know, they 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 can be as knowable or unknowable as they want, but they're just doing their cat thing, you know, and I, I respect them for that.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, on, on similar lines, but I'm going to give it a six. Six, okay.
0: So that gives us an overall 43 out of a possible 80. So not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. Unfortunately, um, their non-threatening, non-aggressive behaviour and the fact they don't harm people probably knocked them down a bit because they're not very spooky.
1: Um No, it's not it's not one that sort of like would, would terrify you, but um know, yeah, it's still it's more of a, it's it's more of an interesting, slow burn mysterious one.
0: If they were do you know what? Like if they suddenly started popping up everywhere, it would be like weird to start with. But the fact that they're not threatening, I think people are just get used to it, do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah.
0: They just go, Oh look, there they are having a look. Oh what are they doing now, oh, no one knows, but you know, they leave us alone. So yeah. Do you know what I mean? So they're not oh, very spooky. I mean, you get yeah, you get really used to them really quickly. Yeah. Um. Lovely. So forty three, not a bad score. I thought it might. Now, nah, do you know what? Like, yeah, that's a decent score. They should be. I think should, you know. That whoever, wherever, score, wherever they are, whatever they're doing, they should know that. They should be proud of themselves. You know, give themselves a pat on the really high back. Um, intrigued us. They have intrigued us. So. That is it for this week's Urban Legends. I have not yet come up with a catchphrase for the new series, but that is in the works because I am dropping Don't Have Nightmares. <laughs> um, yeah, so, um yeah, if you've got anything uh, that you'd like us to look at or if you've seen any of these, um, then, or whatever, seen anything, anything at all, if your eyes work or if they don't, if you've heard anything
1: or even if you've felt anything, or if you're a dark watcher and you want to explain what's going on, you yeah, just, you know, yeah, get in touch. Shy, maybe yeah. you just do it over email instead. Do it over email. Just
0: uh, pop it, pop, oh, pop, pop your dark watcher kind of, um I don't know, what would you call it? Uh, what's it? Dark mail address? <laughs> no, I was say. Over the dark web, presumably. Um, no, what's, well, t- t- tell us what your angle is, basically, <laughs> uh, by email. Well, you
1: have, no, you don't have to. You can just, you know. Yeah. If you want to explain, you want to explore a little bit, and that's fine. But, you know, maybe maybe keep a little bit of mystique there.
0: Yeah, lovely. Yeah, don't send us nudes, um, dark watches. So that would be urb.legends.pod at gmail.com. And that's it for this week. We will be back with more Urban Legends, same urban time, same legend place next Thursday. So goodbye from me.
1: I get off from me. Bye. Later.